You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, and today you'll hear an episode from our Takeover series. Every month, we ask a different practitioner or thought leader to host a series of interviews that cover a specific theme that's relevant to our community. And like Sangram always says, without a community, you are simply a commodity. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to another episode of the Flip My Funnel podcast. Uh, as always, the, the one of the best privileges that I have is to have somebody take over one of the episodes. It actually is less work for me, quite frankly. So it's, it's a really cool thing. But as we started this big community, we're finding incredible podcasters who are running their own amazing experiential podcast. So Samir, who is one of the, the members of the big community, has his own podcast that he started. It's called Experience Business Podcast. So I invited him to join me so I can introduce you uh, to him and also for him to actually share what this podcast is about and what kind of people he's going to interview for you. So Samir, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sangram. Thank you so much. You know, I'm highly obliged. And to be very frank, I've, it's my pleasure and a wonderful to be part of this Peak community. That's awesome, man. So tell us a little bit about your podcast that you have been running and what type of people are you interviewing on that for our community? Hey, you know, this is very interesting because I personally believe that every company should be the experience company because uh, people don't buy product. They don't buy services. They only buy the experiences. So the my podcast is about the experience business podcast, meaning every business should focus on creating the experience. And in this podcast, I normally interview people and sometimes also solo where I talk about what are the strategies, what are the viewpoint of other leaders like CXOs, CMOs, CTOs to make their business uh, an experience business. That is fantastic, man. So let's go and like deep dive into it. Because Samir, you have above, I think about 10 episodes that you have graciously agreed to have it shared on the Flip My Funnel Takeover Tuesday and Thursday episode. So Samir, again, thank you for doing that. Information about you and your podcast is going to be in the show notes. Let's go. Thank you. Hey, everyone. In this segment of the Experience Business Podcast, your host Samir Kumar Sa is with Rajesh Srinivasan. Welcome, Rajesh, first of all. Thanks, uh, Samir. Thanks for having me here. I am so much delighted to have you on the show. And today with Rajesh, we are going to discuss about the importance of customer support in current COVID-19 situation. But before that, I wanted to quickly introduce Rajesh. Rajesh is actually a marketing leader. He has worked quite long in the marketing and He's author, keynote speaker, and currently business growth consultant. Economic Times has recently appointed Rajesh as a jury board member for a most promising tech marketer award 2020. And he also works with entrepreneurs as an, as an outsourced CMO. And his two best-selling books, Marketing Success Formula and Shifting Gears, has been featured in various magazines like Business Today, The Week, India Today, and Business Standard. We two are actually meeting face to face for the first time. However, we have interacted quite a few times on LinkedIn. And in fact, we have debated on many topics on the LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of interactions before this. Yes. And uh, 
you know, as a marketer, as a, as a business folks, right, we tend to agree on certain topics and we tend to disagree on the certain topics. But honestly speaking, you know, I have a deep respect for uh, Rajesh. And before we start, I really just wanted to understand if you could tell us a little bit about your book that you have in the marketing. Marketing Success Formula is my first book, uh, Samir. Um, mm-hmm. I've launched this book, I think, maybe one and a half, two years back. Oh. The fundamental reason to write that book was, was an insight which I've got um, when I interacted with my uh, consulting clients mm-hmm. uh, who are small and medium enterprises. They didn't have a specific model or framework uh, to approach marketing. They were doing things randomly. Yeah. So in fact, I wrote this book primarily to give them as a gift, uh, to give my existing friends or mm. consulting clients. Then yeah. I thought, uh, let me give even a better shape. I've even uh, added a few more chapters in it and launched it in Amazon. Mm. So, because I see that you have two books, right? So you talked about the first book. You have the second book, which is? The second book is a collaborative project uh, Okay. Uh, of uh, Professional Speaking Speakers Association of India. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22 of us have gathered together and written a book called Shifting Gears. Mm. We have written that in 21 days, 21 chapters during this beginning stage of the lockdown. Wow. Okay. So, Ajish, you know, let's come back to the topic. In this COVID-19 situation, things have change people have become more cautious about what kind of product that they choose they want to associate with only those brands who are actually genuine who are providing the very good services right so i completely believe that you know in this situation every company should think about the customers first of all however we still see that many companies are still thinking traditionally how do you think that the companies should streamline their customer support in this COVID-19 situation? What is businesses actually missing in customer support right now? Okay, so on uh, streamlining customer support during this pandemic, I have a few point of views. Number one, mm. uh, brands or companies need to be pragmatic. They need to reimagine their whole policies based on the customer's yeah. present situation. Mm. What happens is in the crisis like this, we are also customers on one side, right? So Mm. our situation, uh, purely our lifestyle, the way we consume products, services, everything has changed during the last uh, four or five months. Mm. From from company standpoints, I think companies can think how they can adapt their value proposition, their service policies based on the customer's needs. Customer success teams can work with the customers, find about their present problems. Instead of having a cookie-cutter approach, Mm. they can even customize their uh, value proposition or service based on individual's customers. Because every customer is not the same, right? They are from different uh, industries. Their life is affected in different ways. Instead of having a standard operating procedure, Companies can reimagine the whole um, value proposition and customize it based on customer uh, present needs. Mm-hmm. And the third thing is, can be more human, bring more 
human element in all your digital interactions because now since we have automated now chat we have chat chatbots uh, in every customer for example if you go and access the bank's website you have chatbots in place so it's more like a monotonous response even i have tried with a few of uh, my own savings account banks but my needs are not met when i try to interact with chatbots so mm-hmm. means your fr- you can bring in more human element you can even introduce your own front end employees they may work at home they can even use videos to interact with the customers instead of having your long uh, automated ivr at least during this period you can ask your employees to interact with the customers directly this will help you not just in serving them can identify take lot of inputs from them and try to change or provoke your uh, service based on customers requirement you may even roll out new products and services you will get more valuable insights when your team directly interacts with your customers mm-hmm. mm. see actually um, uh, you made very good points but i rajesh how i see the the banks or even the mature companies right the way they operate i think the many things are uh, known to these people that okay uh, for having the good customer experience we need to have a good customer support we need to have the good employee engagement we need to train them where do you see the problem is still present even after knowing all these things right uh, companies fail to actually work on providing the good customer support so what is really missing you wanted to understand right so let me share my views yes a lot of things are missing but you will have to agree that uh, companies tend to one is knowing the problem but still not able to solve that problem so there is a gap right why that yeah. problem is present right it's not just about understanding yeah we need to be specific see most of the companies if you notice the the root the cause is they are not employee centric or culture driven as any flight attendant the advice during the pre flight safety briefing mm-hmm. it's important to put on your own oxygen mask before helping others mm-hmm. so before even thinking of customer support or customer loyalty we need to think about our culture is it culture driven and moreover what you notice customer support is is an attitude it's a mindset it starts from hiring right people for that attitude and culture it's not mm-hmm. transactions it's more of emotional right mm-hmm. so you need right people and apart from that even top leaders and managers mostly they are disconnected with what's happening at the ground level they fail to get customer and customer feedback and employee feedback mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now some companies have an intent to deliver good customer support most of the companies have a right intent but they don't invest in capabilities to deliver it yeah correct these are some of the reasons behind uh, the reasons may be same but it's true this is what um, it's happening at the back end and moreover the lack of employee empowerment also we, we we don't trust or empower our frontline employees to take some standard to take some decisions based on what they face at the front end mm-hmm. so these are some of the challenges which companies are facing which is which is a missing piece in the entire customer support i would say 
Mm-hmm. You made a very uh, good point. I think a lot of things, first of all, has to start with the leadership team and uh, having the uh, vision, which is not there before this podcast, right? We were discussing that majority of the companies are in the short term goal and they mostly focus on the acquisition, rather retention or the customer lifetime value. There are only few companies, although they say that we care about our customers, but Actually, they are more of a transactional. They are always in acquisition mode. They'll try to sell the product, but post sales service, hardly majority of the companies are focusing on. So yes, what you made a point that the vision part is something every leadership team has to first look for. Okay, what is that uh, our priority? So once it will start, then only it can be driven uh, and it could be inculcated within the company. Yeah, as you rightly pointed out, Businesses need to understand the economics of customer retention and loyalty. Mm, then only mm. they can strategically focus and invest on it. Mm-hmm. So how do customer retention translate into cost savings and profitability? For example, mm. consider the cost of serving a long, long-standing customer versus acquiring mm. new customer, the cost involved in it. Mm-hmm. Across a wide range of businesses, the, the more the customers stay with us, more the profits increase. Mm-hmm. For example, in financial services, for example, a 5% increase in customer retention produces more than a 25% increase in, in profit. This is yeah. primarily because return customers tend to buy more from a yeah. company over yes. time. As they do, your operating cost to serve that customer declines. What's mm. more, in, in return, customers also refer others to your company mm. and moreover you can even charge premium and you can even introduce more products to the same customer yes so yes the primary problem as you rightly pointed out the the top management or companies need to understand the economic value of customer retention or customer support mm-hmm. they have to mm-hmm. measure it first and invest their capabilities correct correct i very much remember uh, rajesh my team uh, used to sit in the co-works RMZ Infinity. Actually, I was not utilizing the full capability of that co-working space because I had been always outside and visiting the clients, talking to them. And I do remember that they actually told me very clearly this that Samir, although it doesn't harm us if we don't communicate to you that you are not actually utilizing the full seat on a regular basis. So why don't you choose some other seat which will be charged only based on the number of days that you use? Mm-hmm. And this was, you know, really good experience for me. If a company really cares about the customer and they really support them, they will not first talk about, okay, how much I have to charge them, how much money I can take. If you really care about me, you suggest me. I might be wasting my money. You are creating a good repo that you really care for me and you want to charge me only for what I use. This was a wonderful experience. You are being very genuine to what you actually deliver and you really care about your customers. True. Yeah. The experience which uh, you have shared is really mm. a wonderful testimony of a, a customer yeah, support yeah. or customer delight. Yeah. See, uh, that company has seen you not just as a in a, in a short-term way to mm. milk money from you, right? So mm. they wanted to forge a strong relationship with you. They care for you. You obviously are forced to explain that experience to me, right? So that's how... Um, great customer service or experience, it gives more word of mouth. It translates into more referral business. Tomorrow, if someone asks you for a better 
service provider in, in terms of hiring office space, you would obviously refer that business. Of course, there was a time when people used to think buying only. Now the customers also look for what is a post-sale service. Exactly. Yeah, that is more critical. Post-sale service is more critical because that's the toughest job. Once after you, a customer purchases a product, he asks millions of questions. He want to mm-hmm. understand more about the product. Companies sometimes. I won't say intentionally. They don't put their focus there. Mm-hmm. They even are willing to let go of the customers, and they allocate more marketing budget to acquire more customers or replacing these customers. And they don't realize that acquiring the new customers are more costly. <laughs> exactly. You fall under the negative feedback loop. You yes. get more customers. You invest more money on marketing, acquire yeah. more customers, and it's like a hole in the bucket. And yeah. more customers leave from you. You obviously end up spending more money. That is why I said the economics of loyalty, the economics of customer retention, customer happiness, or delight, mm. is way more. It leads. It, it has a direct impact on the cost and revenue of a business and profitability of a business. Okay, so yes, I have to ask you at least the top five or ten suggestions to streamline the customer support in this situation. What would be your top suggestions great samir i would start with hiring for culture fit everything begins there if you want to build a great customer support or success team mm-hmm. you need to have a right people in your organization so everything mm-hmm. begins there so because as i said earlier customer support is a mindset to not every people have that customer support attitude if you ask me Am I a good fit for customer support? I have to ask a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. So that is number one. For example, you know Zappos, right? The customer experience champion, yeah. shoe retail company. Yeah, shoe yeah, yeah, yeah. E-commerce company. Their entire right? USP is on customer service. Yeah, customer delight, customer happiness. Yeah. What they do is they offer a bonus of two thousand dollars to its newly hired people. Okay. If they want to quit. After two weeks of their training, mm-hmm. they give that bonus of two thousand dollars for the people who want to quit from Zappos. Oh! After two weeks of training, initial training, mm-hmm. this is primarily because they don't want people to be inside the company where they don't find their value system and company's value system is not aligned. Mm. So they send people by giving bonus of two thousand dollars. This mm, is interesting. Fanatic, yeah. This is this is an extreme way of looking at uh, cultural fit, right? So that is one important aspect of building a great customer support or customer experience organization. Mm-hmm. And number two, having that service mentality, uh, not like a uh, seeing everything from a transactional standpoint. You just see things from a service mentality. For example, Steve Jobs, when he decided to launch Apple's Genius Bar in 2001, mm-hmm. it's a technology company, right? Apple. Mm. What he did is he sent the key employees who is planning to put in the Apple Genius Bar. He sent those employees to Ritz Carlton's customer service training program. Ritz Carlton, mm-hmm. you must be knowing, they are the leaders yeah. in hospitality business. Yes, gold standard. Uh, service in hospitality, right? So mm-hmm. we can adopt and learn a lot of things from hospitality business. Every business I am talking about, be it tech mm-hmm. business or even a retail store, 
that service mindset, that care and empathy has to be there. And third point, empowering the front-end employees. For example, I'll give same Ritz-Carlton as an example for employee empowerment. They have this policy. Ritz-Carlton is very famous for this policy. What they do is they empower all the frontline employees to spend up to $2,000 to solve customer problems without even asking for a manager. If I am a frontline employee of Ritz-Carlton, I have $2,000 with me now. Mm -hmm. If I face any customer problem, I don't have to ask my manager. I can solve it. I can proactively solve it. But do you think no that? Uh, uh, but do you think that the money is a solution? Is the only solution to bring this empathy or empowering? No, I am not employees? talking about empathy here. See, uh, see, yeah, sorry, the money is a solution for uh, empowerment. I'm saying money is not the only solution. Money here, what we are trying to communicate is even most of the times they found that the employees are not even using it. Mm -hmm. But the subtle message here is. You are empowering your employees to take some action without even referring your managers. What happens in most of the service organizations, mm -hmm. or even if you call a telecom company or phone, most of the times some critical challenge if it comes, they say, "I'm not, I'm not the right person to talk about. I need to discuss with my manager. This is not our company." They they have a scripted response, right? Most of the mm -hmm. frontline employees. Yeah. They are not the companies. There are two things here. The companies have not empowered them, and it also sends a negative signal to the customer, right? So your employee is not trusted. You are not trusting your frontline employees and asking them to take take some proactive measures to solve the problems. Because most of the times, companies tend to have standard operating procedures, but every customer problem is unique. Mm -hmm. So it means you, you, you need to trust your frontline employees and empower them to take some action. For example, uh, even in the case of Ritz-Carlton, their average customer lifetime value for each customer is 2.5 lakhs for every customer. Mm -hmm. Their lifetime value, they stay with Ritz-Carlton for quite some time. Their value, they are bringing in 2.5 lakh dollar of revenue. So it makes sense for them to invest this kind of money. But money is not the only only option here. What I am trying to say in net is, you have to trust and empower your frontline employees to take some action. Mm -hmm. And you have to, the another key thing which a top management has to do is, the customer service primarily is not a top-down approach. It's a bottom-up approach. Mm -hmm. Most of the top, top managers, um, top leaders and managers, we sit in our cabin, right? We don't face customers. Mm. Who faces the customer? We have to be, we have to bring some kind of humility here. Front-end employees face customers day in and day out. Mm. They know more about the customers than the top leaders and managers. It means yeah. if I am a CMO or if I am a CEO of a company, I need to come forward, meet my frontline employees, sit with them, have internal huddles and understand the customer feedback and their own feedback also as to how I can improve the overall customer experience. Then mm -hmm. I go back to the boardroom, sit and create appropriate system because not all the problems which customer faces can be solved when we employ, when we empower employ, employees, right? 
Mm-hmm. There are certain cases where employees also need because the the the, the employees also need some policy level changes, right? Because say for example, when we have a refund policy, mm-hmm. employees cannot breach that refund policy, right? The customer is not happy with the with that refund policy. Employees will collect the feedback and they will have come back to us. We sit and negotiate and find out what best we can do. So it is there should be an extreme alignment between front end marketing sales and crm team people who face customers with their own managers and top management team so this is highly critical yes so i believe what you're trying to say that it's we can't always put a blame on on someone who is facing the customer rather we have to relook into our processes a lot that you know how how this this call resolution uh call escalation should go and how actually management is participating in in some of the calls to the customers and uh, of course the policies will because if in case like uh, for certain problems right this is how the solution is the same will be communicated by the someone who is at the exact com- completely at the front end exactly and one more data i wanted to share according to price waterhouse coopers Mm-hmm. Speed, convenience, helpful employees, friendly services matter to almost seventy percentage of the consumers. Yeah, that that that's true. Why right? nobody wants to be on the phone, right? Waiting for customer support executive to pick up the phone after five minutes or six minutes. But companies that get it right prioritize technologies that foster or provide these benefits rather mm. than thinking of. adopting technology for just for the sake of adopting so if you are uh, a top management person if you are a ceo of a company i would say i would like to quote steve jobs here he said famously we have got to start with customer experience and work backwards towards the technology yes. we can't start with technology and try to figure out where we are going to use it True. there are a lot of technologies available hmm. so if you want to understand that seeing thinking backwards if you are a ceo of a company what we have to do is we have to be empathetic we have to be humble enough to go to the ground and learn from the ground from our own employees employees are the right place to start because they are facing the customers day in and day out right mm-hmm. yes no you are right you are right and um, i strongly advocate here that uh, uh, when we started right the first is the vision culture right a uh, right uh, fit of the employees which is being hired and of course the processes and of course the technology is the biggest enabler and now since we know that the customer doesn't want to wait and they can they can uh, communicate with the company from various channels it could be from the social media it could be from from the direct calling to your company or it could be from any other window and i think for the companies there are a lot of ways they can they can easily remove their headaches maybe as means just putting their simple chatbot for repetitive tasks on the facebook can solve a lot of problems so that they they can take only the filtered questions and the repeated questions can be easily streamlined through the chatbots and other things provided if they really do it properly unfortunately things are broken and some companies are also doing the technology in the right way 
thinking in a multi-channel approach that they uh, they they have put in some technologies, or uh, let's say on the Facebook, Instagram, but all the channels are still separate, separate, right? I think here is also a problem. Like they are not able to focus on the omni-channel way. Meaning, maybe the last time customer called you or interacted through the social media, but then the person calls you up on phone, and your customer service guy asks the same question which he or she has already given the answer through some other channel. So I think here also the uh, the companies are having some kind of silos problem here. Don't you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're right, uh, Samir. See, uh, customer experience. We may discuss a lot of things, but understanding the customer journey, putting process and systems in place, uh, getting feedback from employees, mm-hmm. building a great culture. All these things are easier said than done. Mm-hmm. We have to practically put some systems in place. I think we, I will be empathetic with top management leaders, or mm-hmm. whenever, whenever, even during my consulting assignments, mm-hmm. I see they have the right intent. Some people definitely have a right intent. They want to do things right, but they mm-hmm. don't have proper systems. They don't have a proper framework or an approach to solve customers' problems or put in place a process which takes care of all these things. As you rightly said, we, we live in an omni-channel world, right? So we, yes. customer, customers interact with the companies in multiple ways. Seeing through everything needs, we need to break the internal, break internal organizational silos also. Mm. So it's, it's definitely not an easy job, I would say, mm-hmm. but still we can work on it. We can we can put some process in place. We can uh, try to be customer centric, align the entire company, and see uh, how we can serve the customers better. How we can make uh, customers happy. Mm. Definitely possible. It's more of an attitudinal shift. Everything happens in the mind first, right? So it should start from the mind. Then things will fall in place. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you think that uh, focusing on having the support teams and success teams separately will also solve the problem because uh, because many teams actually uh, have it all in one so or many team many companies they do not even get that what is the role of the customer support and what is the role of the customer success teams okay so customer success teams largely work with uh, work with the end customers mm-hmm. after the product purchase is over and try to implement their product in their day-to-day life because they can learn a lot of things as you rightly pointed out service teams and support teams can work independently Mm -hmm. but again if you want to deliver superior customer experience or customer support i think alignment between sales and crm customer support customer success team are very, very important. And then comes the marketing team also. Yeah, that's for the messaging. Yes. Yeah, these four teams are at the front end. Another support which we need is from the back end product Mm -hmm. team, tech team. It's like a whole infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Only then we will be able to solve the entire problems because certain challenges which product customer support team faces or customer success team faces, they have to bring back all those feedback to the right person, right? 
and mm-hmm. one more challenge which we face is most of the companies don't even have a person who is responsible for customer experience or customer support for example we have a net promoter system right nps core mm-hmm. so who is responsible for customer delight inside a company apart from the ceo now most of the companies have started hiring people for that role senior management role but most of the times if you notice it becomes an imperative of the marketing department of a cmo mm-hmm. to take care of the whole customer experience because day in and day out they have all the data they mm-hmm. they go and uh, they do campaigns they they get a lot of data about their customers they pass on the customers to the sales team and crm team everything is data oriented right so that that's that's very uh, transitional thinking i mean <laughs> sorry i'm saying that's very transitional thinking i mean speaking only from thinking only from the point of view of acquiring customer and then i don't mean acquiring customers what i am saying is mm-hmm. seeing through the entire customer journey right from yeah yeah correct right mm-hmm. from the first touch point of the customer mm-hmm. to every touch point the customer interaction with the company mm-hmm. first you have a pre sales team to handle the customers they give some product information then it goes to customer a sales team they close the transaction even there you need to provide ex- exceptional service it's not mm. just about it starts from right from the first interaction the customers have what mm-hmm. i mean is most of the companies start stop thinking about customer experience after they get they they acquire the customer mm. needs to be extended because it's again like a cycle right it's not a funnel approach you acquire a customer the customer uh, then experience your product and service they stay mm-hmm. with you they again start buying from you it's like a cycle right it's not like mm-hmm. a funnel approach mm-hmm. okay so let's focus on the team side how do you think that the organizations should focus on building the empathy for the customer among their team members see that's because the, i truly believe that you know when you receive a call right it it also many things you know cannot be actually hard built in the processes as part of the training it is also something which should come naturally right some people right. Uh, some people can give you a call maybe something is going on in their mind right and when they give a call when they have a problem they will they will just take out all their frustrations on someone who is actually uh, receiving the call right and that particular moment how that person who is receiving the call is actually reacting providing list, uh, uh, providing the answer giving the answer sorry not providing the answer or listening to the customer or dealing with someone who is completely irate customer that that's very much important so i think here having a sense of empathy for the customer is very much important so how a company should de- should provide a, train such their employees to so that they have a better customer empathy training empathy you cannot train people for an attitude you can train mm. people for a skill okay you can, you can <laughs> yeah. train people to for a skill but it's very difficult to train people for an attitude so it's going to take long long time because i where i come from lot of other things are there but i think the well, uh, i think uh, still environment in, environment actually plays a lot of role rajesh when this when come, you see I, i'm i'm trying to explain that yeah if you allow me some time i'll explain that yeah so now what happens is mm-hmm. 
as I said, you cannot train people for attitude. You can mm. train people only for skill. Mm. What I really mean is you have to set a right example. A leadership team or a CEO team mm. or a CEO has to yeah. set a right example and culture inside the company. Mm. It's a two-step process. Mm. You take care of your, your employees. You take care of them. Mm. You provide full support to them. It, ha- it usually happens. How we see uh, customer services, we hire people, train them, and ask them there. to deliver work service. But we don't take care of them. We don't have providing, provide proper um, support to them. We don't set a right environment or context. Most of the customers experience leaders, which have studied, Companies like maybe Ritz Carlton, Zappos, or Apple, or Southwest Airlines, or whatever company, if you if you notice, they have an extremely friendly, caring culture. That is mm-hmm. the beginning point. So when you take care of their employees, you have a right culture, values in place. Mm-hmm. If you empower them, trust them more, they go and naturally deliver. Because I, I I'm not just Speaking this from uh, my study about these companies, because I've I've worked on ground. Uh, I have experience in real estate, a high involvement ticket ticket size. Mm-hmm. Um, I have experience in loyalty. I've observed this in, in the at the ground level. Most of the time, what happens is employees don't feel that they are uh, cared by their company, so they don't naturally go out and put. They are level best to solve the customer's problem. They mm-hmm. don't take any proactive steps because empathy has to come naturally, as you rightly said. So employees' first approach, if you have, you take care of your employees, they go and deliver wall service to the customer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not just about training them. Mm. You need to create a right environment for them, treat them properly, so they go and deliver proper customer support. Mm-hmm. Oh, great points. So apart from the technology and the team, I think the feedback also plays a greater role in improving the customer support. So, okay, definitely a lot of things can be solved by having the data, which is, will be captured by having the right set of technology in place. But there are times, right, where companies will have to directly go and interview their customers. So what is your process of taking the feedback from the customers for the better customer support? See, I, every there are a lot of um, ways to collect customer feedbacks. One, one is the one obvious approach is taking survey after every interactions. Mm-hmm. Every customer interaction, you can take a survey from them. Mm-hmm. Or every episode, as we call, if a customer comes with a specific problem and talks to your agent, mm-hmm. your agent... Uh, takes that call, book a service ticket, send a field-level service agent to his home to resolve that problem. Mm-hmm. Once after this entire episode is over, mm-hmm. he goes, the, the field service agent goes to customer's house, solve that problem, and then he reports, he closes that ticket, right? So it's a simple uh, service uh, resolution model. Mm. So at this episode, you can get the customer feedback, how this whole experience was. We call it as episode, right? Mm-hmm. So this is one way of 
collecting feedback. But more than that, if we notice, the best way to get customer feedback is to listen to the calls, customer calls, because oh. a lot of times we will not be able to sense what they are saying. We just treat everything at the surface level. Mm. If we listen to the calls, we will be able to understand. That is why some great customer experience companies make it as a policy for their senior management also, even at the vice president marketing, CMOs need to attend customers, mm. need to speak with the customers once in a while. If you do that, you naturally understand the customer's pulse, right? At every interaction. That is one way of mm -hmm. collecting feedback. And moreover, not only collecting feedback, this feedback, where it lies, it lies with front-end employees. As I said earlier, you need to have internal meetings or huddles. The top management has to initiate this to get all those feedbacks. Maybe even uh, if I am a front-end customer service agent, when I interact mm -hmm. with customers day in and day out, I have a lot of inputs to share with the top management, right? Even if I, even if I note it, or it will be there with me because I'm meeting the customers day in and day out, correct? So if you, if a top management tries to meet me and ask me, hey Rajesh, you are meeting customers daily. What, what if, what you want us to do to deliver or help your customers mm -hmm. make happy? If you ask those kind of questions to me, I will open up. I will open up frankly. I will share most of the feedback with you. Then you can go back and create appropriate systems and processes. Okay. So uh, I think, you know, the Rajesh, uh, you really made a great point, especially starting from the, what the problem is and why there's a gap in implementing the right customer su uh, support. And you rightly mentioned, right? The vision and culture is something where we lack and we always trying to focus on the processes first. Whereas the top thing is that to first relook into what is my company is standing for. And, uh, and definitely that standing should be always customer centered. Because that's why, that's why you are in the business, right? And uh, you also made an example of the statement quoted by uh, Steve Jobs, where he says that we have to always look from outside to inwards, right? Instead of thinking first the technology, think first what the customer wants and then look backwards in streamlining the processes, be it customer support, be it building the right processes, uh, be it hiring the right teams. And uh, of course, and the moment we are clear about what we are standing for, right? Other things will fall in place. So things cannot be built on, I would say the broken pillars. That's what uh, you mentioned, right? And I think all these points were uh, really great. And thank you for sharing your insights. It was really great for us. Thank you so much uh, for coming in the show. It's really my pleasure, Samir, uh, to be here in this uh, show. You have awesome. Uh, wonderful questions. Thank you. And you have also shared some brilliant insights as to how a company can be really customer centric, or how they need to, how they can deliver warm customer support. I really enjoyed this show, and uh, thank you, thank I, you so I, much. It means a lot. Watching, yeah, I've been even watching the work which you do on customer experience and technology space. Uh, I truly appreciate it. Wishing you good luck, uh, Samir. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. 
To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.